Can I rant for a sec? Please. Pay apps are way too public. What happened? Some rando hearted a payment from five months ago, and I realized people can see my entire history, who I'm paying, like full names. It's super weird. Yeah, it's weird. How are you paying your friends then? Apple Cash. It's all in messages. You can literally send cash like a text, and it stays between friends. Random people can't see it. Did you just pay me a dollar on Apple Cash? <laughs> Services are provided by Green Dot Bank. Member FDIC. Terms apply. This episode is brought to you by PNC Bank, who believes some things in life should be boring, like banking. Because boring is safe and responsible, level-headed and wise. All things you want your bank to be. You don't want your bank to be cool or sexy. Sexy is for 80s hair bands, not banks. That's why PNC Bank strives to be boring with your money so you can be happily fulfilled with your life. PNC Bank, brilliantly boring since 1865. Brilliantly Boring Since 1865 is a service mark of the PNC Financial Services Group, Incorporated. PNC Bank, a national association, member FDIC. Whether this is her first Mother's Day or her 40th, she deserves more. Shop tons of stunning on-trend jewelry for every budget at Diamonds Direct. Diamond fashion jewelry, beautiful birthstones, everyday pearls starting at just $200. Commemorate the real loves of her life with a gorgeous pendant featuring the birthstone of the one who made her mom. This Mother's Day, Diamonds Direct is everything you need to say thank you. Diamonds Direct, your love, our passion. Online at DiamondsDirect.com. Hey, this is Annie. And Samantha. And welcome to Stefan Never Told You, a production of iHeartRadio. So I'm going to go ahead and timestamp this one because we're talking about something that is actually a lot of stuff is being written about right now, and that is the uh, great resignation, as it's called, um, among other things. Um, so today is November 23rd, 2021. This is our last recording session for about a week. So, yeah, it's exciting. And we do have a a bit of a mixed Santa labor bag on this one. Now that we're in December, officially, or we will be when you listen to this, we are not currently. (laughs) Right. We are not in the future at this point in time, unfortunately. Not at this point. Um, (laughs) We wanted to do a, a very brief revisit of holiday emotional labor. We've been talking about that kind of a lot recently. Um, But also, yes, issues that are impacting women when it comes to things like the Great Resignation and all of these labor shortages or just product shortages that we've been hearing about. So before we get into it, we have gone over emotional labor before, but just as a reminder, Arlie Hochschild first defined emotional labor as, quote, invoking and suppressing feelings to fit the job for which you are paid, especially in jobs often held by women that involve personal interaction, customer service, and empathy things like that. Um, Nowadays, we've expanded the meaning to include a plethora of stuff that we, and again, usually women in this context, do outside of work to maintain relationships like getting cards and gifts, remembering important dates for you or your partner, mood management, um, all kinds of things like that. And we talked about how emotional labor is often heightened for women and especially for mothers or caregivers during the holidays last year and how it would be even more heightened during a pandemic. Um, Since then, a few articles have come out about it as well as some new challenges for this year um, that have shown up in this discussion. 
so many challenges. Mm. One interesting but not at all surprising theme for the articles that have come out from last year were all the women who reported they just didn't have it in them to do the traditional holiday labor during the pandemic. And then the guilt that many felt alongside that realization. Yes, people and women more so felt burnt out. They were and are taking the brunt of housework and caregiving. More women experienced loss of jobs uh, for whatever reason and cuts in pay, uh, which made the holidays more difficult. On top of that, there was all that tragedy brought on by COVID-19. And in the face of all that, many women reported wanting to give and feeling pressured to give an even more positive experience, but just flat out not having the energy or resources to do so. For some, uh, this resulted in a simpler celebration that was in many ways a relief. And for others, a conversation with their partner about taking on some of the responsibilities uh, she'd traditionally been doing. Others saying throwing as traditional a holiday as they could give them uh, some resemblance of control in a time where everything else felt out of control. And again, for some, uh, just a feeling that they'd failed. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it was a real mixed bag. Overall, I feel like... There was a lot of conversations people were having in these articles I was reading about like what can we give up and what what can we let go and I've been doing all this work and the other person being like what <laughs> uh, right <laughs> yeah so that's interesting and it'll it'll be interesting to see after this year how it sort of goes after this is sort of our second time round although I do feel like this one there there are different challenges and there are still some of those things going on, absolutely. But it does feel, quote, more normal um, than last year. At least right. for me. Um, right. So, we'll see. We'll see. Um, hilariously to me, some articles cited Melania Trump's words, who gives a f- about Christmas stuff and decorations, but I have to do it, right? <laughs> I feel like that might have been her attitude throughout her administration. So. Yes. <laughs> Fair enough. Uh, (laughs) One thing that's weighing on all of us, and in this conversation, women planning holidays, are all the shortages that we've been hitting, uh, from toys to food. Uh, A survey from October 2021 found that 38% of women were anxious about holiday costs. At the same time, holiday prices are expected to rise by 20% this year. Read the room, (laughs) y'all. Capitalism. (laughs) Read the room. Yeah, my mom was like, I've got an emergency turkey frozen and I'm going to try. I heard there's going to be a turkey at this store at this time. And I was like, wow. What is happening? Uh Uh-huh. I did spend a good hour today trying to get a PlayStation 5. I failed. But I was close. It was in my cart. (laughs) Oh, oh no. Darn you. I hate that moment. Yeah, Yeah. I'm planning to go to a little market. And this is just because uh, this artist and this crafter is fantastic. But I'm planning to go to a little market here in Atlanta to get something that is on demand. It's impossible to get. And I'm planning to go 30 minutes before it even opens to get in line, I guess. I'm going to be one of those people. Because Mm -hmm. the last time she had an online shop similar to this, it was in my cart. And as I was checking out, it was gone. I was like, no! Oh, I hate it. (laughs) So much. This is a part of that kind of labor we're talking about, though. Like, it sounds kind of silly, but I mean, if you've got kids and you've got to plan these things and you've got to know that that's an issue and then you've got to plan around it, like, it's just taking up some of your mind space. And I think I said recently, um, 
I bought most of my presents in October, and so did my mom, because we were anticipating, you know, the shortage or delay in delivery. Um, and yeah, my mom brought a lot of food already and froze it. She's like, what if I can't get it later? So that's just like an extra thing to kind I, of plan. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And yeah, with that, the gift, because uh, Etsy does this a lot where you're like looking at a gift, like, hurry up, there's only three left. And you're yeah. like, oh, no, please don't mm-hmm. go away before I make my decision. Um, on top of the fact that, yeah, you know, you don't know where it's coming from sometimes. I'm like, oh, no, this is from Mexico. It's going to take two more weeks. So having to plan perfectly as well as trying to find the perfect, thoughtful gift. Y'all, it's a lot. It is. It really is a lot. It feels great when you do it, when you pull it off, but if you can, the work yes. to get there. Oh. Yes. Yes, if you can. And also, like, we're throwing out a lot of like, company names in this one, but currently not, not sponsors, sponsored. or that's not why we're <laughs> mentioning them anyway. <laughs> um, and then, yes, of course, there are the arguments, as always, about politics, but also about masking and vaccination. I did see a recent study where um, 75% of American households were like, you know, we're having a small gathering this year, vaccination and mask. So that's interesting. Yeah. Women tend to do more of the controlling of a family's narrative on social media. Something that can be really fraught if your family doesn't agree on things like that, which I thought I hadn't really considered that. Yeah. But yeah. Yeah. It's a stressor. <laughs> it's a stressor. Uh, I'm trying to figure out how not to be the person to start an argument. Mm-hmm. rant for a sec please pay apps are way too public what happened some rando hearted a payment from five months ago and i realized people can see my entire history who i'm paying like full names it's super weird yeah it's weird how are you paying your friends then apple cash it's all in messages you can literally send cash like a text and it stays between friends random people can't see it did you just pay me a dollar on Apple Cash? <laughs> Services are provided by Green Dot Bank. Member FDIC. Terms apply. Snag a job is where America goes to hire. With the deepest talent pool in hourly hiring. With access to over 6 million active hourly workers, snag a job is the all-in-one solution for hiring high-quality employees who can cover all your needs. On demand, tempt to hire part-time or full-time. You name the position warehouse worker, retail associate, grocery store clerk, fitness trainer, baker, stylist, bellhop, podcast producer. Yeah, Snagajob's got a worker for that. With our easy-to-use platform, you're able to seamlessly post and fill available positions quickly with a dedicated customer support team to provide all the help you need along the way. Kind of nice knowing you have a talent pool like that in your own backyard, right? Snagajob is the partner you need to keep your business running smoothly. So visit snagajob.com or text snag to 242424 to talk to an expert. Snagajob.com, where America goes to hire. This episode is brought to you by Pedigree. True love is always being excited from the first moment you see one another and every time after that. It's taking long walks together in the summer, gazing longingly into each other's eyes and, well, watching their tail wag when they chase a squirrel in the yard. The Pedigree brand asked about believing in love at first sight. And honestly, the answer is yes. And I know you listeners know my love, Peaches Gertrude McFuzzin, whom I've talked about so much. And she really was love at first sight. But I will tell you 
that it took a long time for me to find her. I actually was looking for a good two years before I stumbled upon her picture from my local shelter and knew the moment I saw her that she was the one. And the minute I tell you when I saw that picture and I went to meet her out the shelter and I sat with her for a good 20 minutes, y'all, I couldn't leave her. I knew she had to be mine. I knew we belonged together. Peaches and I are friends as well. We are, we have a good relationship together. So you can find love at first sight with the Pedigree Adoption Drive June 7th to 9th. And the Pedigree brand will reimburse your dog adoption fees nationwide Visit pedigree.com slash adoption dash drive to learn more about the adoption drive and to see full terms and conditions. Something else we wanted to talk about is the all these labor shortages we're hearing about and also the great resignation. In September 2021, a record 4.4 million people quit their jobs, according to the U.S. Labor Department. That's on the tail of 4.3 million resignations, or about 3% in August of 2021, which is way larger than the number of layoffs at 1.3 million. Data from small to medium-sized payroll provider Gusto suggests that of those quitting, more of them are women. Um, the company started tracking the gender gap in resignations in January 2020. And according to the information they've collected, the gap was at its highest in August 2021 with a 1.1% point difference between the number of women quitting versus the number of men quitting. Since then, that percentage has dropped a bit, but is still hovering around 1%. 300,000 women quit their jobs in September compared to the 194,000 jobs added to the workplace. So... I mean, we don't really know. We can't, don't know the breakdown of the second number, but more women quit than were hired right. overall. Right, which yeah. we talked about when we said that we were losing the gender gap. At one point, we were like, oh, yay, it's happening. Mm-hmm. It's moving forward. And then pandemic just swept all of that yep. away. As well as the fact that a lot of these jobs that have higher resignations are probably the essential, quote, unquote, uh, essential jobs, um, mm-hmm. which have more women as a part of that. So that could explain a lot. Mm-hmm. And so data from LinkedIn found that the number of women reporting job transitions, which can mean anything from leaving the workforce or switching jobs, has jumped 54 for women in 2021, compared to 46% for men. One-third of women surveyed said their income wasn't enough to pay for their families, and the number one reason the women gave for changing jobs, which, yes, that makes a lot of sense. This isn't just limited to the U.S. Uh, At the same time, a recent survey of 14,000 corporate leaders, middle managers, and individual contributors from 27 countries found that in 2022, 63% of women were planning on staying with their current employer, down from 71% in 2021. That's compared to 67% of men planning on remaining with their current employer in 2022, down from 70% in 2021. So that's a more precipitous drop among women. When it comes to leaders of leaders, the number of women intending to stay in 2022 dropped from 87% to 66%. Uh, Before the pandemic, women had a majority of the country's jobs. So this is a big deal for multiple reasons. Yes, 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 yes. Um, And of course, this is impacting companies' diversity quotas. The report included 
this quote, with companies competing for the same highly skilled talent, action on DEIB, which stands for Public Diversity, Equity, Inclusion, and Belonging, and fostering a culture of belonging will be a key differentiator. But our research shows there's still a ways to go. Four in five, 80% senior leaders say their actions show they are genuinely committed to a greater DEIB, while only three in five, or 58%, individual contributors say the same. Closing this gap will play a leading role in retaining people too, making it one of the key areas of focus to get right during the Great Resignation. A separate recent study found that a large amount of people will leave if they are made, quote, uncomfortable in a job because of their gender, ethnicity, socioeconomic background, or neurodevelopment condition. And then... Over in Canada, a study found that 100,000 working-age women left the workforce since the beginning of the pandemic as of spring 2021, more than 10 times than the number of men. Some analysts suggest that if it were reversed and men were the ones leaving in such high numbers, there would be more concern which is also a problem. So there are a lot of reasons for this, and many of them we've discussed before. The most commonly cited is the desire for a better, higher-paying career. Women start their own businesses, burnout, and child or elder care concerns. In the words of an economist at Gusto, Luke Pardue, he said, this pandemic has been particularly difficult for women at jobs who also need to care for families. They've been the ones who have needed to take that step back in their professional lives in order to meet their families' responsibilities. And yeah, we talked about that previously. A 2020 Women in the Workplace survey found that women on average were spending 20 hours a week on housework and caregiving. Uh, Yep, again, talked about that. Hasn't really changed since. According to uh, some sources, two out of three caregivers are women. And that same survey found that one in three women have considered leaving or downshifting their career in 2021 compared to one in four at the start of the pandemic. Yeah, that's what we were talking about with the gap. At one point, it was like, oh, yay, it's closing in. Oh, no, it's gotten wider. Yep. Yeah. There are a few episodes I look back that we did before the pandemic, and I'm like, oh, we had no idea. We had no idea. But we did one that was like very hopeful of like, women are made all these strides or doing all right. this. It's like, oh. And then when we had to review after all the reports were like, yeah, mostly women are leaving. You're like, <laughs> there it goes. <laughs> <laughs> yup. So yes, uh, as you were kind of saying, Samantha, all of this has been compounded by the fact that many essential workers, many of them women in fields like nursing, teaching, and childcare, are also leaving the workforce. Indeed.com found that more and more companies are posting, quote, urgent hirings that start immediately. And most of those industries, three of the top four, in fact, are dominated by women. Personal care and home health, nursing, and child care. A lot of these jobs require in-person interactions, meaning that health concerns are a primary concern for employees as well. So this is, like, you can find articles specific to each of those professions that we just mentioned of, like, why it's a big deal, why it's happening. And a lot of it is related to what we're talking about, but it does have that ripple effect then of, you know, I get, there's no teachers or there's, that childcare aspect is so big in this conversation. When it comes to burnout, an increasing number of women, and especially women of color and LGBTQ plus folks, are taking medical leaves to cope with stress, exhaustion, and burnout. For many women, working at home has blurred the lines between work hours and off work hours, meaning that a lot of us are working 10 to 12 hour days for the same amount of pay or even less pay. <laughs> of women surveyed over 10 countries reported that the pandemic had increased their workload, and 66% reported that their home responsibilities had also increased. 
So that's that's just a lot. It's just a lot. Mm-hmm. Don Lee over at the Los Angeles Times wrote about all of this, especially for working moms, quote, the pandemic has exacted a heavy toll on millions of moms in terms of job security, pay equity, and long-term career opportunities. Losses many will likely never recover. In significant numbers, they endured pay cuts, reduced hours, diminished retirement benefits, and lost promotions. As we discussed in previous episodes, some experts predict the pandemic will set advancements made in gender equality back 50 years. And those are like early guesses. Right. Mm. Um, And yeah, that didn't have all the numbers uh, that we have. And it's not pretty. It's like as bad as they expected or a little bit worse. Um, And on top of that, yeah, I find it interesting when we talk about these uh, gender gaps that most of the companies are bragging about how well they've done. And mm-hmm. when I say company, I mean these like big corporate ones, obviously not the small businesses, which have been hit pretty hard. Um, but again, typically these small businesses also like impact women, just as a reminder, uh, pretty mm-hmm. greatly. Uh, and I find that interesting as well when we're sitting here going, oh no, it's, it's gotten bad. But at the same time, we're getting reports from corporations and big uh, stockholders being like, but we made a lot of money. Right. Hmm. Again, read the room. I feel like we've been saying that a lot lately. (laughs) I mean, it just feels like, I don't know why you feel like it's time to brag right now. This is the worst time. Be quiet. (laughs) Sit down. Have all the seats. Um, (laughs) uh, On the other hand, another study found that about 10% of Americans quit their job to pursue something they were more passionate about. Good on you, 10% of the peoples. (laughs) Um, On top of that, the study found that 50% of women were more open to doing that compared to 44% of men. Good on you, ladies. Yeah, yeah. And so there have been numerous articles aimed at employers about how to keep workers and women at their jobs, suggesting things like flexible hours um, and flexible work options, student loan assistance, higher pay, and four-day work weeks. However, experts warn that if not carried out carefully, some of these options could backfire and further exacerbate problems that the pandemic made worse. For instance, if most women at a company choose to work remotely due to childcare, the office might be full of men, and multiple studies have shown that in-person interactions are beneficial when it comes to things like promotions. So that's like, I I know we've discussed before, it, it is really beneficial to have this like flexible work schedule and remote work options. And that is really beneficial for women, but it's one of those things like we also have to keep in mind these other things. And so we talked right. about this, but also like the blurring of work lines and finding like work-life balance. It's just nothing in here is so simple as this. Like we should definitely talk right. about this, should be an option, but also. <laughs> right. And let's also think about the fact that if a woman is staying at home, to be with their child, they're double working. Like they are doing two jobs at once. So that's not necessarily a benefit other than saving money, which should not have to be for a woman who uh, wants to continue in her profession or has to continue in her profession. Right, 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 right. And, And all of this has also led to a lot of conversation around updating how employers find employees. Maybe the resume is no longer the way to go or not as important, or maybe a college degree isn't always so important. Um, And right now, analysts think women have more negotiating power. Of course, yeah, that won't matter if we don't get to the root of systemic issues, like if there aren't affordable care options or elder care options for those that need them. Even the term, the great resignation, is disputed for what's happening because it implies a level of choice not present for all workers. Um, Some have called it the great reassessment, 
Others say it's just women being forced out of jobs to take care of children, and that's what it is. <laughs> right. Many have cautioned that while coverage of this can be quite inspiring, it often focuses on those that have the resources, time, and health to undertake something new. Right. Um, one of the surveys mentioned added uh, that a part of the solution has to be, quote, doing the work at the root of the problem, as you were saying, the systemic part, a toxic culture that rewards workplace martyrdom over self-care and self-awareness. And yeah, it's obviously we see this in a lot of like, you need to sacrifice your life to be here. That can't happen. Um, and so many women interviewed reported being frustrated at the lack of advancement opportunities, support, financial compensation, and just general respect and basic necessities, which you're like, why Why is that not a part of this? Why is this something that we have to compromise for? I know. <laughs> I know. And yeah, the recent passing of the infrastructure bill here in the U.S. and what got cut also plays into this conversation. We're planning on returning to that to discuss it in a future episode. I will say, just because it kind of stuck out to me, some women interviewed in all of these articles about this uh, chose not to get vaccinated and reported difficulties finding jobs, um, while others quit because their companies didn't have a vaccine mandate. So that's also something that's happening. Right. As we said at the top, this is like people are really writing a lot of articles about this all the time. And since I've researched it, I get like an update every day. So it's ongoing. It's, you know, relatively new. So data collection is still happening. But uh, that's what we know for now. Uh, maybe we'll revisit. So for the very little I knew of it beforehand, uh, I felt like the Great Resignation was the stories about all of the like the fast food workers who would just up and quit, and you would see the massive signs that says uh, not not able to be open, including one of the Zaxby's here in Atlanta. I went, and they didn't have enough employees, so I had to shut down for a few weeks. Yeah, found it interesting. Yeah, I mean, there there are a lot of a lot of very interesting conversations happening around this. I think because that aspect. I've also seen and it has been pretty widely covered. And I think that is, you know, another, like when we talk about the minimum wage and stuff, what we're asking people to do for so little and people just being fed up with it. Um, right. Paying people a living wage. <laughs> um, but yeah, there's a lot more going on than is we can really simplify. But I do think... After reading all of this, I do think a lot of it when it comes to why more women are quitting is definitely childcare based or just like right. other responsibilities based. Yeah. Which is a, yeah, something we need to be talking about. Snag a job is where America goes to hire with the deepest talent pool in hourly hiring. With access to over 6 million active hourly workers, Snag a Job is the all-in-one solution for hiring high-quality employees who can cover all your needs. On demand, tempt to hire part-time or full-time. You name the position. Warehouse worker, retail associate, grocery store clerk, fitness trainer, baker, stylist, bellhop, podcast producer. Yeah, Snag a Job's got a worker for that. With our easy-to-use platform, you're able to seamlessly post and fill available positions quickly with a dedicated customer support team to provide all the help you need along the way. Kind of nice knowing you have a talent pool like that in your own backyard, right? Snagajob is the partner you need to keep your business running smoothly. So visit snagajob.com or text snag to 242424 to talk to an expert. Snagajob.com, where America goes to hire. 
This episode is brought to you by Pedigree. True love is always being excited from the first moment you see one another and every time after that. It's taking long walks together in the summer, gazing longingly into each other's eyes and, well, watching their tail wag when they chase a squirrel in the yard. The Pedigree brand asked about believing in love at first sight. And honestly, the answer is yes. And I know you listeners know my love, Peaches Gertrude McFuzzin, whom I've talked about so much, and she really was love at first sight. But I will tell you that it took a long time for me to find her. I actually was looking for a good two years before I stumbled upon her picture from my local shelter and knew the moment I saw her that she was the one. And the minute I tell you when I saw that picture and I went to meet her out the shelter and I sat with her for a good 20 minutes, y'all, I couldn't leave her. I knew she had to be mine. I knew we belonged together. Peaches and I are friends as well. We are, we have a good relationship together. So. You can find love at first sight with the Pedigree Adoption Drive June 7th to 9th, and the Pedigree brand will reimburse your dog adoption fees nationwide. Visit pedigree.com slash adoption dash drive to learn more about the Adoption Drive and to see full terms and conditions. When you think about the future, what kind of technology do you envision? Whatever the future holds, artificial intelligence will undoubtedly be at the heart of it all. Join Graham Class as he hosts Season 2 of Technically Speaking, an Intel podcast from Ruby Studio in partnership with Intel. Explore the future of technology that's rapidly evolving our world today with the help of AI. There is still so much work and research needed to fully understand the power and potential of AI. And Intel is at the forefront of implementing AI and revolutionary technology that's changing the world we live in, for the better. In each episode, Graham interviews the minds transforming medicine and healthcare, retail, entertainment, personal computing, and more while pioneering new uses for AI in these spaces. Tune in every other Tuesday and explore the latest technology that's changing our world today and creating a more accessible tomorrow. Listen to Technically Speaking, an Intel podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. All right, to wrap this one up, this episode actually started with this news story that I heard. Okay. And then it expanded into <laughs> the Great Resignation. Right. But I actually wanted to talk about Mrs. Claus. <laughs> yes. Um, so this is a, our holiday-themed section of labor shortages. And you can see the past hosts have done episodes on Mrs. Claus. Um, but yeah, very briefly, if you're wondering, she does not have a definitive first name. Some more recent pieces of entertainment give her one, but it's not the same name. So I think she's like called Anna and something and like something else with an A and another thing, but they're not yeah. the same name. So that's kind of where we are with Mrs. Goss. <laughs> and as more and more malls and venues are looking to hire someone to play Santa Claus after missing out on last year, they are running into a shortage of folks available to play. So this is for a few reasons. Older, heavier set men um, that are typically sought after to play Santa Claus are at a higher risk for more severe cases of COVID-19. Since the job requires interacting with hundreds of people in public, many are opting out this year. Several died from COVID since the pandemic started, and they actually keep, uh, some of the Santa schools keep statistics on this, and it's pretty, it's pretty grim. Wait, wait, there's Santa schools? Yeah. Oh, yes, Samantha. 
And we're going to talk about some of them. I'll take you going. Okay. Other other uh, Santa, potential Santa players are deciding they'd rather spend more time with their family during the holidays. Um, many are sticking to digital visits as they did in 2020 and actually found quite a bit of success in that. Um, all of this is coupled with a significant increase in demand. According to the founder of a Denver Santa school, Susan Mesco, on an average year, she receives around 15 to 20 requests for Santa in July. But by February of this year, she'd already gotten 70 requests. A school in Texas reported around a 20% shortage of available Santas and a 121% increase in demand. This does mean that Santas are making more money uh, and you know, there's still a lot of concerns about COVID and all this. So there's a lot of like safety things put in place. It's still, you know, a mall and kids and all that stuff. Somebody doing like plexiglass or, you know, six foot uh, distance. But they, people who are doing it are making a lot of money, a lot more than they normally make. Nice. So it also means that some bookers are turning instead to a Mrs. Claus. And I'm not going to lie. So there is an episode in 30 Rock where Jack Donaghy talks about Mrs. Claus in one of their holiday specials. And he's like, where's Mrs. Claus? And they're like, we didn't need one. And he's like, there's always a Mrs. Claus. And it turns out that his mom, who his father was not in the picture, would have Mrs. Claus doing everything because they had no Santa. I just my head. And so he, <laughs> he thought that was a tradition. Right, 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 right. So more and more women are receiving solo bookings. On top of this, in part because of anticipated uh, toy shortages, the Jamie Claus Company is set to publish Jamie Claus, the Christmas tradition of unconditionally giving, all about how Mrs. Claus delivers pajamas on Christmas Eve. I like this. The kids are supposed to put out the bag on Christmas Eve, and then she'll fill it with pajamas. Whether the children have been naughty or nice, you know, the company is partnering with uh, domestic violence and homeless shelters in conjunction with their annual pajama drive. Very smart. I want some pajamas. Pajamas are great. Pajamas are great. And then in November, Old Navy hosted a Santa boot camp, claiming they wanted Santa to be, quote, more representative of modern culture, representing all backgrounds, ethnicities, and heritage. And I also saw just today that they have training on how to um, handle ridiculous gift requests, which I thought was interesting. Huh. Yeah, I mean, like, I always think about that when you have a child going to Santa telling secrets and the thing they want is like uh, a horse and you're <laughs> absolutely not getting this child a pony or a horse. Uh, so how do you deal with this? Mm-hmm. And for me, who have never actually believed in Santa Claus, it was not a big deal uh, knowing that we had cash limits. We're told we had cash limits. Yeah. Didn't really you know, care much other than comparing with all the rich kids who were like, I got a new phone with my own private number. I'm like, I got a hug. Um, (laughs) But I'm just wondering, that's not true. I had a great Christmas. Um, I was just just wondering in that, like, what do you do? What do these parents do? Another reason that I'm glad I don't have children in that. So this would make me panic. Yeah. uh, Trying to figure out what to do for these kids who are like, I want this and this. And especially, you know, you see the really sad tales of like kids wanting people to be healed or wanting to help people. And there's nothing you can do about this. What do you do? Yeah, I would not. That is not a job I would want. Nope. 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 (laughs) Another job I wouldn't want. 
uh, being Santa at Disney World. But they also have announced they have their first black men playing Santa, I think. Uh, like it. Yeah. But yeah, that is no way. That sounds like a terrible job. In my oh, it sounds like just a nightmare in general to yeah. have to have kids one right after another tell you it. Like, you hope it's great experiences. And I'm sure the sweet ones are so fantastic. Yeah. But then the ones you're like, yeah, I really want to just push you down. Right. Into the grass. <laughs> like, <laughs> right. Get away from me, kid. <laughs> yes. Um, and. I guess related, SantaCon is back this year, so... Okay, what is this? Is this just... Because I've seen pictures. Is it a race? Is it just a convention? Mm. Is it... Someone tell me. It is, there might be a race involved, but it's a convention. And it's sort of notorious okay. for drunk people who are dressed as Santa getting really drunk and, like, puking in the streets and getting in fights on the streets in New York. Oh, Santa fighting. Oh, okay. yeah. Cool, cool, cool. Cool, oh, I guess. Yeah. Uh, don't... There's so many things that worry me uh, <laughs> about this. It, hey, if y'all have gone, any of y'all have gone, yes. and you can tell us the tales of SantaCon, please do, because oh I'm very thoroughly confused. Oh, yes. This. Any, yeah, any convention can get a little <laughs> messy. <laughs> um, yes, and please, if you've got any stories you want to share, whether it's holiday-related or resignation-related, we would love to hear from you. You can email us um, at stuffmediamomstuff at iheartmedia.com. You can find us on Twitter at momstuffpodcast or on Instagram at stuff I've never told you. Thanks as always to our super producer, Christina. Thank you. And thanks to you for listening. Stuff I've Never Told You is a production of iHeartRadio. For more podcasts on iHeartRadio, visit the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you listen to your favorite shows. This episode is brought to you by PNC Bank, who believes some things in life should be boring, like banking. Because boring is safe and responsible, level-headed and wise. All things you want your bank to be. You don't want your bank to be cool or sexy. Sexy is for 80s hair bands, not banks. That's why PNC Bank strives to be boring with your money so you can be happily fulfilled with your life. PNC Bank, brilliantly boring since 1865. Brilliantly Boring Since 1865 is a service mark of the PNC Financial Services Group, Incorporated. PNC Bank, a national association, member FDIC. This episode is brought to you by Pedigree. If you've been looking for love at first sight, it is closer than you think. It can be found at your local shelter. So this June 7th to 9th, join the Pedigree Adoption Drive and the Pedigree brand will reimburse your dog adoption fees nationwide. Pedigree knows that bringing a dog into your home not only opens their heart, it can open yours too. Visit pedigree.com slash adoption dash drive to learn more about the adoption drive and to see full terms and conditions. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote.